What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? You got DJ Brainstorm on the mic yeah, with you right yeah, now, coming yeah, to you yeah. with episode number 61 of the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. Yes. What's going on, everybody out there that's going to be tuning in on SoundCloud this week and iTunes as we did not go live right, um, yeah. on Facebook this week. You know, shit happens. Playboy is here this week. Playboy. <laughs> What's going on with it, everybody, man? Playboy the DJ. Playboy D-A-D-J. Uh, it's, been, it's, it's been a crazy weekend, man. Crazy few days. You know, it's definitely you know been that. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I was gonna say something real, real disrespectful just now, but I ain't gonna even do it. Not yet. <laughs> but we just started. <laughs> no, man. But uh, shout out to everybody that tu- uh, tunes in to the iTunes to the SoundCloud. You know, we did not go live this week, but we we're still bringing you a quality show and doing what we do. Right, best, man. So right. So it's been a weird weekend, man. It's like um, Paco's not here. Right. So let's just say that now, Paco's not here. So. Uh, he'll be back. I'm guessing this Sunday. Right. Um, but yes, like I said, it's been a weird weekend. It, it was one of those things where we had every attention of recording yesterday and kind right. of um, you know, and doing what we normally do on every Sunday. But then personal stuff happens, life happens, right. or whatever. Right. And then we wound up not recording. That's why I sent out a, a really late notice yesterday. Right. You know, just saying, you know, we're not going live. We'll be back next Sunday, and it kind of worked out because it's a holiday weekend anyway. It's yeah. the, a lot. Some people were off today. I work from home today, so technically, that means you off anyway. If right, you work I get from what you're home. saying. Yeah, that's dope, but, uh, though. Yeah, but people, you know, a lot of people were off, so it was a four-day weekend. It's the holiday tomorrow. You know, so it kind of kind of worked out anyway. Right. But you know, all of a sudden, today happens, and you right. and you hit me up, and I'm like, well, fuck it. Let's just come through, and um, we'll turn these microphones on. We'll go hot real quick. Right, because that's what we do. Yeah. See that's, that's, that's one, see, that's one of the reasons why... You know, as far as me and my brothers, man, as far as the DMST boys, man, we, hey, look, man, majority of the shit that we do anyway is just coming from the heart. So we can turn on the mic and get to going, you know, get to getting, like Martin would say. Right. You know what I'm saying? We we do what we do, man, and, you know, and just cut on the mic so we about to record and drop this shit, man, you know? Right. So anything, man, you know, well, outside of one thing, but yeah. how, 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 that's the rest of your weekend gone? Uh, <clears throat> it was cool, man. Um... I really didn't get into too much, man. I really never do outside of spending time with the kids on the weekend, man, and recording. Y'all got to get new stuff to do. I'll be asking y'all what happened yeah, on the weekend, man. and y'all be like, man, I I was just with the kids. You know, I was just having this conversation with somebody, you know, somebody I hadn't spoken to in, in, in years, and they was like, man, you know, they hit me up on IG, like, what's up? You know, hit me in the, you know, the direct message and shit, and just like, you know, how you been? You know, I see you doing big things, you and your partner, you and your fam, you know, right? Just, you know, doing your thing, man, this, this, and that. Like we need to get together, man. You still be kicking it? I'm just like, nah. <laughs> it was weird because I never thought that I'd see the day that I'd just be like, nah, I don't kick it. Yeah. Like, I really, for real, don't go to no bars. I don't go to the club. 
damn sure don't go to the club. But, you know, maybe it's a situation where I may need to do that shit, man. Maybe I need, you know, because sometimes when you out and about and you got different personal things going on, being out and about and having fun take your mind off that shit. So maybe it may be something I need to look into again. You know, you're so. right about that. You're right about that. Um, I, can't, I can't debate that. I've been saying for a while that I got to try to get out there on myself and um, and just start trying to do something different, you know, because right. I I'm the same way. If I'm not at work, if I'm not doing something really with the fam, for the most part, I'm kind of pretty much at home. You know, I, I keep it slow motion, keep it simple um, and, right. keep, and keep it moving. Right. You know, but uh, but I, I think we all got to do that. I think the older we get, sometimes we kind of fall into the same patterns a lot of times. Right. And then uh, we always get so comfortable. And then what happens is, you know, you kind of you kind of wind up becoming a boring person. Right. You know, and, and that ain't we too young to become boring people. Right. That's my biggest fear, because I don't want to be the uh, quintessential typical. Say that word again. Quintessential. Yes, I said it correctly. <laughs> Shout out to Paco. <laughs> Dude, the fuck that all up. Right. Right. Shout out to my nigga, man. My brother, man. Black Paco, man. But uh. Wherever the fuck he at right, right now, <laughs> where in the world is it's, it's, it's Paco? It's, 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 we gonna we gonna put a book out, changing it from Waldo to Paco. Yeah, nigga. yeah, yeah. We gonna put a book out. Where in the world is, is Paco at? <laughs> but you know, man, it's just a situation where I never wanted to be that typical cat that got older and, and just became a homebody. You know, even though times have changed to where nowadays shit be going on. And it's just like, you know, I it's might now want to be it's, in the yeah, streets. It's easier to stay in a lot of times now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, think about it, man. The different stuff in different cities. And they call, you know, Chicago Chirac for a reason. Right. You know. Cleveland going to um, gonna get a nickname like that, you know, yeah, coming up yeah, real soon. Yeah. Bullshit that be going on here? Oh, yeah. And see, my biggest, and that was one Especially thing I, on a holiday weekend like this. Right. You know, and I've never a one to advocate. I'm going to just say this real quick, just on a, to touch on that. I've never been a one to advocate no type of violence or glorify nothing. Right. But the and I hate to even say this in the same sentence, but one of the things I could always respect about OGs back in the day, if it was gonna be a situation where you was involved in that lifestyle, if you were trying to deal with somebody, you dealt with that person. See, these little young punks and motherfuckers nowadays want to spray up a block and yeah. kill little kids, kill, kill innocent people. innocent people, and you know I can't get with that. I can't get with none of it. First and foremost, but if you're gonna be in that lifestyle and do what you do, like man, it's bullshit. But right. Like you say, part of the reason I don't go out, man, is because it's just straight bullshit. Too much man. shit. Too much shit, yeah. I'd rather cook my own wings at home. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's almost like, why do you got to go pay to do the stuff, pay a lot of extra, a lot extra to do the stuff that you can do at home? Right. You know, on, on, on some real chill shit. Right. I mean, hell, just like yesterday, you know, sitting over there with the fam yesterday, uh, we barbecued yesterday at my, at my brother's house because he worked tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm probably not moving too much tomorrow on the holiday because I already got my barbecue. I already got my, all my leftovers in the fridge there. Right. You know, so we did everything yesterday. We already done sat in barbecue. We already done drank. We played cards. You know, I, I took everything over. We played music or whatever. Right. Why do I got to go pay to go to a club to go do the same thing or to do something that I enjoy doing less than that? I enjoy being around my family and my friends more so than I enjoy being in the club and all the other right. atmospheres. You know what I'm saying? You know, part of the reason that is, too, that mindset, like, I, I we mutually both have, <clears throat> it's just flat out, nigga, we been did that shit. See, most niggas wasn't kicking it at 12. I mean, not 12. I'm sorry. I'm going with <laughs> I was, nigga. I was in the strip club at 12. Right. Nigga. Throwing at them dollars, making it rain at 12. <laughs> I was drinking chocolate milk in the strip right, club. Right, right. No, but real talk. We was 16, 17, 18 hitting up strip clubs 
in the club at I remember a specific bar. I'm not gonna say the name. It's no longer open, but I remember being 17. The rots going. I already know. I already, I already know what the goddamn spot is. The rots. I remember being at the spot at 17, 18, and drinking and all types of shit. So you know, right? We we've. The thing is, a lot of people have not been there and done that like we have done. Right. You know, like I said, when, even when it comes to like, like traveling and different shit, like it's a lot of stuff that I did at 18, 19, 20 years old, you know, back and forth, you know, all over the place that I ain't even doing right now. Exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy how that happened because I wanted to be more, you know, like that was when I was younger. But, you know, you go through different things in life, man. And it is what it is. Yeah. you. I guess you kind of felt like you would have kept doing that and you would have kept progressed. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Right. You exactly. Know, being like niggas laugh at me when I say, nigga, I want to go to Dubai. Like 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 we did Vegas. I told niggas like we should go to Dubai. <laughs> niggas looked at me like I was crazy. Right. But it ain't the fact that I'm crazy. It's just the fact that I I want to aim high for different shit. You know. And I'm just I, feel you. I just want to do different, experience different things. Yeah. You know, get out the country, man. Let's see some some other shit. Let's see another culture. Yeah. See, I like along those lines. I'm um I'm actually kind of like I've had my passport for what. I guess six to seven years or whatever, but I really don't have no stamps in my passport. So I'm looking like I, I got to use this thing and I got to actually explore. I, I got to right. go to some places and uh, and just see some things. It's like, why not? Right. I mean, the world is too big of a place for us to not go see some things and explore and uh, and just, you know, experience a new culture or, or right. do something different that we normally wouldn't do to get out of our norm of whatever's going on in our certain little cities or whatever, or, or even when we go out of town to a different city, right. you know, something different of, of just that. Cause at the end of the day, a city is a city, you know, right. it's just, it's either a bigger city like a Atlanta or New York or LA or Houston. Some of the days, either a bigger or bigger city, or it's going to be something smaller, but it's the same thing that you're going to do in any city that you go to. Right. So I would rather travel out the country and try to go experience something different than it is to just keep going to, Somebody's city and visiting this and that and whatever and the third, you know, just to do something different. Right. Yeah, all day long, man. Like I said, um, <clears throat> I had a, a cousin. Well, I ain't gonna say I had. I have a cousin. Right. You know, that's uh straight out of uh, A-Town ATL. Shout out to my uh, my I cousin still MJ, get back man. Down I, I mean, I I feel you like know, I ain't been to the A in, in years. Right. You know, he he is a uh, he a corporate dude. So you know, he making good money doing his thing, man. Nigga oh, went, I met him. Yeah. Yeah, my cousin, my cousin okay. MJ. I call him MJ because I don't want to put his name on there. Okay, but <laughs> he went to China. He was in China for two weeks. Okay, and you know he took him, you know his wife, you know his son. And they went out there for two weeks. He said he still couldn't do a whole lot of shit that he needed to do because really? it was that fucking big and just that oh, much. So, it's, it's so much stuff. To so see. much stuff to see. But he said this, the things that he experienced was just like, man, you never experienced this type of shit, you know, right. here. Not not knocking, you know, not knocking, you know, U.S., you know, we love it. You know, that's where we're from, greatest uh, country in the world. But it's just to see all the cultures and different things. Experience something different. And see if they really use cats for their food. <laughs> I don't, I don't the think shit they, got real. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if they really exactly doing that in China for real, just cutting up cats and shit. They do that here. Right. No, but I'm saying, man, you know, shout out to, you know. To my cousin, man, you know, but, but seeing things and examples like that, and, and people making moves and doing different shit, make you want to, you know, step your game up and do what you need to do. Cause, exactly. Because, because real talk, I believe that it's been plenty of times that we've had the opportunity to do what we wanted to do, just didn't do it. We don't plan it. Don't plan it. We that's don't the plan. Thing. It. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's the problem. Uh, we can do a lot more. 
a lot more things if we actually apply ourselves and put our mind to it. But we just, I think we limit ourselves without thinking a lot of times. Yeah. When we think short term. Like I remember when I moved down south to South Carolina uh, back in, tw- at, in 2005, the girl I was dating at that time was actually going through a program to be a t- become a teacher in Japan. Okay. And I knew she was going to get it, and she wound up getting it. So she wound up leaving sometime in 2006, going over to, to Japan to teach, and she stayed over there for two years. Right. But I remember thinking, because we broke up when she left, because fucking South Carolina to, to Japan really ain't going to work. But I was really, really close-minded at that point in time, because I should have probably stuck it out a little bit longer. Maybe we, right. maybe we wouldn't have worked, but in my mind, I was just thinking, man, how the fuck am I going to get to Japan? You know how much Japan going to cost. You know this and that. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking in my mind. And in reality... Can get there about Uber. Yeah, yeah, right. But <laughs> but but I mean, the job I had, I actually could have afforded to pay for it. I just would have had to plan it out. Yeah, plan it out. I, did, I mean, honestly, that's just what it was. Uh, but I was so close minded, like, oh man, I ain't gonna be able to get there. It's probably gonna cost this much money or whatever. That right. I I just completely shut my mind off to that shit. And I cheated myself probably out of an experience that I'm, I can't say I won't ever have it because I st- I'm still young. I can still make it happen. Right. But. I cheated myself out of an experience where she lived there. She knew how to speak Japanese. I could have went there, stayed with her. And been cool. And, and been cool, but would have had a whole, who knows what I would have got into in Japan. Right. Being out there with somebody that, that even though she was new out there, but she knew of the culture. Yeah. And she knew about it. You know what I'm saying? Speaking so, of language so I and everything. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I cheated myself. Yeah, it's all about planning, man. So, that, that's, the, that's the biggest thing when it comes to that. Right. Yeah. You know, you got to plan things because truth be told, there are some things that are expensive, but you would be surprised at how much stuff is not really that expensive if you plan ahead and take the, the necessary steps to get to that point to pay for certain things. Exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, it is what it is, man. But <clears throat> that's definitely what I'm looking forward to is, is, is getting that's really one of my, my, my goals is to, is to, you know, travel more and more. That's and one of mine here too. experience stuff, man. That's one of mine, too. So. So, DMST 2018, London, England. <laughs> All right. So, we record on a Monday. We never really record on Mondays. Uh, we had one of our followers hit us up and say, hey, are y'all going to talk about that 444? <laughs> um, and the first thing I kind of really thought about was the fact that I really kind of didn't want to talk to 444. Because you know one of our rules as a podcast, we don't like talking about the shit that everybody's going to talk about on their show. Right. But this is kind of epic. Yeah. So I think we kind of um I think we kind of got to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. So I guess I'm going to ask you real quick, you know, what was your thoughts on uh, on the 444, you know, on the new Jay-Z album? Man, let me let me tell you something, man. I feel kind of bad. I, I will be honest. I feel kind of bad. I'm I'm going to tell you why. You felt bad. I, I feel I know I feel bad. Okay. Because I've always been a Jay fan. Always. Yeah. I kind of fell off because of the bullshit music that been going on. And I kind of fell off from my homie. But Bet. when I tell you that with this 444, that this nigga came and spit. He brought it, didn't he? Not only did he come lyrically, he spoke the truth. He said a lot of personal shit. He brought it. What I consider real hip-hop. What I consider a real motherfucker, period. Fuck what you want, you know. Fuck a bad and bougie. There ain't no disrespect. But anybody can talk about that shit. Right. You know, of course I know in respects to the homies. You know, you got to have shit to bang in the club. You know, it's aspects of, of the hip-hop game or music, period, that you got to have certain music for this. and whatever. But what he did with this album was just epic, man. Right. Like, any any look, anybody that called himself a real hip-hop head, 
you can't hate on it. Flat out. Nigga spit the whole entire fucking album. He touched different points, and it just 100 to me, man. Hey, Hove, man. That's all I got to say. Definitely. Nigga came back and was like, look, nigga, let's not forget. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, th- th- this is my thoughts of it. I-, I was just telling you right before we started fucking. Um, but yeah, so it's like 11.57. I'm-, I'm like you. I'm a J-head. Like, I just don't... I- it- I'm, I'm going to listen. Right. You know, uh, I mean, if-, if he's in a concert anywhere near me, I'm pretty much probably going. Um, anytime the CD drop, you know, I'm, I'm going to be one of the first ones on it or whatever. You know, so... Uh, uh, He's rarely he's rarely going to put something out that I'm gonna feel bad about. Right. But I will keep it real and give an honest, you know, opinion on it or whatever. Yeah. I agree with you 100. percent He just he just spit. Uh, he didn't do it where it was on a level where, you know, you had to rewind stuff back ten times and be like, okay, well, what did he say this night? He just he laid it out there almost like just like a playbook to be like, all right, cool. Right. Uh, this is what's going on. This is what I'm seeing. This. I mean, he. He sounded like that uncle that's that that's really close to you in age almost, you know. Right. So so it's not like a, a grandfather or a father. It's not it's not like that one uncle or a cousin or you know, one of those old heads that's kind of still cool or something like right. that. Right, yeah, no doubt. That was just kind of <clears throat> giving you some real talk or whatever. Just kind you know, sat you down and just gave you a little bit of real talk. You so know, he came off like an OG. Yeah. Hey, he this album to me was I and I use this statement a lot, man. Nigga, that shit was black and white. Wasn't no shades of gray in that motherfucker. Nah, he, to just, me. he just pretty much laid it out. And I could re- and that's how I want to live my life. Period. So that's why I was able to really, really be able to grasp grasp right. the album and really just be like, oh, okay, well, this nigga said this and said that. Right. You know, basically told said you a nigga. That, that's one of my favorite joints, man. That right. OJ, like yeah. nigga, you you still a nigga. That's yeah. the reality. That's and people life. need to and the people need to start be- realizing that. Yeah, nigga, you still, no, no matter, matter what, what you, do. you do, no matter how much money you make or whatever, you still right. a nigga. You're I mean, nigga. we in Cleveland, we we saw that in the, right before the finals. You know, LeBron's he gonna be he's gonna be a billionaire athlete or yeah. whatever. That ain't stop a motherfucker from spray from spray paint nigger on his gate exactly at his L.A. home. It don't, and and that was a lesson learned because you have individuals that get into the, the situations that may think they climb in a certain you know ladder and and, and think they become um. Non-existent to the rest of us. Yeah, like no, they become above everything. Above else. everything. That's, that's how they else. feel sometimes. I think. Like um, no, you still, still a, nigga. a nigga. Yeah. What's the name said it back in the day? I mean, shout out. I mean, you know, I know they. <laughs> that's a whole nother track. Even though they beefing, Go ahead. nigga Kanye and 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 um and Jay, but Kanye said it back in uh you know the one joint. Remember the song back in the day? Nigga said it don't matter. You still a nigga in the coop. Yeah. You yeah. still a nigga in the coop. Right, it don't matter, right, nigga. Right, as long right. as you got this this pigment on you, right. you still a nigga. Right. That's the reality of it. And that's just something we're going to have to deal with for the rest of our lives, man. Right. So w- what do you think about that aspect of the CD real quick? Um, <laughs> the obvious the obvious <laughs> thing there that there's a little bit of a uh, little space in between him and Kanye right now. Mm. That's obvious. You know, <clears throat> I, I, I look at it. And, and and listen to the album, you know, especially when you talk about the twenty mil, you know, he drop, you know, what I'm saying different right. shit. I think Jay Z kind of got, you know, lightweight offended by the fact that, like, look, nigga, I looked out for your motherfucking ass, right? And now you want to kind of go on, the, you know, whatever, whatever you going through, you know, you speaking on me and mine's, like, nigga, I've been your nigga, right? I can attest to different shit like that I've been through. Like, hold on, bro, like I'm your nigga, like hold on, 
like, dude, how dare you? It's kind of right. like a how dare you yeah. disrespect. Like I, said, like I said, I gave you 20 mil without blinking. You gave me 20 minutes on the stage. Right. What the fuck was you thinking? Right. Yeah, nigga. Like, what? come on now. So, right. I mean, I, I'm, I, that from that aspect, I, I can understand that, that Kanye may not have been in the right frame of mind or whatever. But True. at the end of the day, you know, it, it's a situation where it's like, dude, come on, man. You can't sit up and, and, and knock the ones that's there for you. That's that's holding you down and not not in the sense as far as, you know, doing for you necessarily like that, but just got your back, got your best interest. Like, right. come on. Right. It's, it's plenty of other people that's hating on you out here that you can do deal with that shit and go at, you know. True. True. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, I know when we were talking about it a couple of minutes before we started recording. Yeah. Uh, and keep in mind, like real talk, uh, Playboy walked through the door. And probably about five minutes later, we was recording. So, so this is kind of really just <laughs> out the blue. We really didn't know that we was gonna record or whatever. But right. um, I don't think Jay um really goes at people anymore. Right. Uh, like he Jay has always been really subliminal with what he did with his distance or whatever. Um, so the Kanye stuff to me seems really obvious. You know, right. with the lines that he used or whatever. Um, the stuff he said about the guy that's the head of the Prince Estate. Right. You know, with him selling the tickets to the household. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right. too. I thought that was a little weird, you know, because, of course, everybody knows Prince didn't want his music out there. He wanted to hold on to his masters and everything. Everybody knows that part about Prince. Right. But then you can still see that um, Purple Rain is now on title. Mm -hmm. So you can speak about it, but the CD is still on your service right now. So yep. I don't know. That was weird. Um, but like I said, to me, Jay don't really... Um, he don't really like just go at people's heads anymore. I, we were talking about the the line that he did with the he flipped the thing about the future or whatever. Right. Uh, about you know um, in the in the future niggas playing football with your son or whatever. Right. And he, and I saw on the internet people like, oh well, he dissed a future. I'm like, no, he didn't diss future. I just thought that was a clever ass wordplay. Right. Yeah. Jay is really good at that. It, I, I I legitimately thought it was just a clever ass flip of words, right. and it fit what he was talking about at the time. Right, yeah. You know, and that, and that track or whatever. Right. And like I said, you never know exactly where he may have been coming from. It's different aspects to that shit. It could have been, because nobody knows what personally go on behind closed doors. True, true. You never know. Maybe they did have a situation where they got into it. Or a, you know, a situation. Because I was like, they did like two songs together right, in the past it, year. Exactly. So I didn't personally take it as it being a necessary like shot. But yeah. like I said, you know, before previously, you may have been trying to hip him on the game. That's what I thought this album was. Hipping motherfuckers the on the game being black and white. Right. Like, look, handle your business. You need to be more active, whatever right. the case may be, or whatever right. the situation. Right. I don't because, know personal right. business. Right. Because my favorite line on the whole CD is the um I'm trying to give you a million dollars worth of game for for exactly. nine ninety nine. Exactly. I mean, that's my favorite that's line. My, that's my favorite on line the, the whole C D. I mean, yeah, literally, that's my favorite line on the whole thing. Right. That's my favorite yeah. line too. Like that's I was and I was over here trying to think of it when you right. but you said it. Like that's my favorite line. Like it, like like we said, I think it was like an OG trying to be like, look, man, I'm about to spit real shit. And not only am I gonna school you, but I'm gonna say some personal shit about me as well to let you know I'm human and let you know I done fucked up too. So it ain't just me right. coming down on motherfuckers. It's me being real. That's real shit. Like you know, as far as situation with him and Beyonce. Right. Yeah. I was, I was just about to go yeah, ahead and go, go there. Ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just we we said it ourselves too. We was like, it's and who knows if this shit even happened with them too. You know, who knows if Jay even right. if he even stepped out or anything like that. I am actually of the opinion that. It maybe didn't happen. Right. Honestly, I, I think J and B 
are so ahead of the game when it comes to marketing and things like that, and them seeing things that's way past every, what everybody else does, that I it could be the, the case that Jay probably never did cheat on her. I mean, there, there has always been rumors out there. Yeah. I will admit that. I know that much. But still, hell, it, it's... It, I can see this could have been this being just this big marketing thing between the two of them where it's like, all right, let's let these rumors float or yeah. whatever. Um, what, what were we talking about right before we started recording? Um, them being in the elevator or whatever. I mean, right, like, come on, think, of, shit. think about this. You in the elevator, Solange is, is, is swinging and, and kicking and everything in the elevator or whatever, <laughs> and B just standing there. And what did you say? How, how many black, how, how many real black women you know gonna sit there and ain't gonna intervene ain't gonna like like just say stop doing it or or right. step in between them or something like that or whatever like right. like she ain't gotta necessarily start swinging on her sister or nothing like that right but that's her man that's her husband right. i mean are you really gonna tell me that that you're gonna watch another woman's sister or not giving hands right to your man you know what i'm saying <laughs> and you ain't gonna step in and you just gonna stand to the to the side or whatever right it, I, it, it, I personally come on don't, now. I, I, I don't see it happening like we said you know, like I said it before we, we, we start recording, man, it ain't a situation where I don't foresee a woman, period, especially a black woman, right. sitting there in no elevator and letting some female, whether I don't care who what, who she is to you, relation, whatever the case may be, that's just going to sit up and let it happen. I just don't see that happen. Right, right. Period. It, it may not, like you said, it may not be a situation where it comes to a fact that she's gonna put hands on her sister, but it's gonna be some type of hold on, chill, chill or out, yeah. you know, whatever. I to, the case I, I, we already done talked about this. I told you yeah. I was gonna handle it or something right. or whatever. You ain't gonna sit up there and let right. nobody. I don't care. Dude, that's like being a dude. You ain't gonna be in a situation when your girl or something happened, and you know, let's just put it like this. Okay, I'm listening. If I'm sitting in the elevator with my girl, and it's a nigga in there, and my brother in there. And he get the point in his fingers in their face like, bitch, you ain't shit. You motherfucker. You, all names, whatever the case may be. You gotta step the fuck There's you no step the way fuck back. I'm going yeah. to sit back and just be like, well, you you the one that you deserve. You, you brought it on yourself. Fuck that. <laughs> we talk about that shit later when we get to the crib. I'm going to handle what's right in front of me. Right so now. So at the end of the day, nah. I don't, I, I don't, I don't believe that shit at so, all. So you think it could have been a whole marketing thing marketing or whatever? Marketing genius. Yeah. But it is genius because she they, that happens. You got all the rumors about divorce or whatever. Yeah. That's, you know, lemonade drops. Boom. Dude. Boom. I mean, now, everything she drops is a mega success anyway, but lemonade drops and it's even bigger than probably what it would have been or whatever. Yeah. And then the first thing everybody started talking about is, well, is Jay going to put out a CD to respond to it or this and that? And then all of a sudden, I mean, now it's been a couple of years. What? When did lemonade drop? I want to say. It wasn't, it wasn't was it last like two, summer. Was, I want to say like at least Lemonade like dropped two, years? two, two, yeah, two summers about two ago years now. Ago. Yeah, so yeah. Lemonade dropped two summers ago. Uh, well, yeah, two summers ago, two, yeah. in 2015. Right. So now all of a sudden, Jay drops this, and this is honestly his most personal CD that he's put out. Right. Real talk, it really is. He talk about a lot of stuff. Um, uh, I mean, again, I so it's marketing genius. Right, yeah. If, if, if that's what it is. All day long. I mean, I say this consistently on the show. We say this consistently on the show. Man, in every facet of life, is levels to this shit. Right. If you think that motherfuckers with the most money and got the biggest backers and geniuses and people working for them to, to make sure that things go sweet. Right. Think about it. In every facet of life, whether it be sports or whatever, you have certain individuals that are just the cream of the crop. Right. Look at LeBron, Kobe, you know, Jordan. Certain motherfuckers that just, you know, see the play before it happened. Yeah. That's like J and B in them. Yeah, they see They it. see the shit before it happened. Like, like they, you know what we should do? 
they were the ones that kind of hit. I think B did it first with the whole, yeah. I'm going to just drop a CD. I ain't even going to tell y'all motherfuckers. Right. I'm just going to, it's midnight going to hit and this CD going to be out there for y'all. Go get it. Exactly. Dude, you, you, you why do I got to pay my A&R people? Why do I got to pay all these people to promote this shit for me? I'm just, I'm big enough. I can just drop this shit on you. Exactly. And she did it. And she did it. Right. Matter of fact, just looking it up, that, that, damn, I didn't even know that. The Lemonade album came out in 2016. Okay. So it was April last 2016. Year. Okay. Yeah, last year. Okay. And then, and then she did the HBO right. thing with the right, video right, right. and all that stuff or whatever in the summer. Right. Okay. Okay. But like I said, man, there's levels to this shit, man. Right. You know, they, dude, they, they, are marketing marketing geniuses. Yeah. They are in their position. The best people are though. Right. They became what they became for a reason. People need to start realizing that and, and, and not stop forgetting. hating. And stop hating exactly. on stop it. Hating. And that's why I, I wish I had Apple Music right now. And when I'm talking about that, it's weird because of course Jay dropped exclusively on title. And a lot of people were upset because they talk about um exclusive exclusivity. I think I said that right the second time. Okay. Or whatever. Um <laughs> when you're trying to drop or when you drop an album or something and you only put it out on one service, you limit a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Jay and p- people like that can do it because they got all the money they need. So yeah. in any potential hit that you might see for, for men not dropping that first week for everybody or whatever, right. they can get over that shit or whatever. No doubt. Um, but it's I, I don't I don't know if it's good or bad for music that something can drop and you only put it on your service. But if Jay owns title and a sprint pay him what 300 million or something like that ridiculous amounts of money to own a part of title guess yes. what you're gonna do you probably gonna drop your your album exclusively yeah. on title you ain't got no choice that's business. to do it that's business. that's business you know um so so that that was one of the aspects of the whole cd too that that was weird to right. the people didn't like so every, a lot of people were looking for links online and things right. like that right um i think so you found one too yeah. obviously you know i'm always uh yeah you found one <laughs> <laughs> working by hand right you know Pause. You know what I'm <laughs> I thought about that real quick. Like, like you working your hair. Like, 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 nigga, did you wash your hands? <laughs> I did hit the bathroom before I came out. No, but no, I'm, I'm always finding a way, man. Plus, we got plugs and different shit, man. Right. So I was able to come across it, man. And like I say, overall, man, the, the album was dope, solid man. piece of work, though. Yeah, definitely, man. It's quint- like I say, quintessential. Right, Jay, man. Yeah, niggas forget, man. You can't deny what's what's good. I now, don't care how you try to hate. Now, what I need from Jay is just one more good CD. Yeah. One more black album type, you know. Right. Um, American Gangster is so underrated, I think, by a lot of people. Oh, one, it definitely one is. One more American Gangster. I, I, I just need one more, like, top of the line, Jay, and then you can go ahead and do what the fuck you want to do for the rest of your life. I, right. I, that's me personally as a Jay-Z right. fan. That's what I need from him right now. I, I, I personally, because remember when, when I first text you about it, I said, is this that, is it, is it a... Uh, Cause you, the first thing you said to me was, is different, right? I said yes. Before, first thing I said, the first yeah. thing you said to me it was different. So I said, is it a crunk type album, or I actually want to see him collaborate? I do an album, with, collaborating with all the top hip hop artists that's out, like a Kendrick, like a J Cole, Andre three thousand. I was about to say, yeah, Andre. Yeah, you know you what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Eminem. I want to see again. Like, like everybody. I want to like, see like, him do one album. Just a big ass compilation a album. Big ass compilation with different you, people. Did you know why he can't do that? Right, I'm, I'm gonna say this. You Go know, ahead. in my opinion, because everybody would know about it, and everybody would expect it to be the best fucking thing ever to hit the market. Right, and can you ever live up to that? Right, it's true. Like, think I about it. I agree. I understand what you're saying. You know, it's it's weird when when expectations are involved or whatever, and anything people like Jay do or people like Beyonce do or people like 
sports people like LeBron or Kobe do or whatever, there's expectations involved involved right. or whatever. Uh, I read something about a week or so ago, maybe two weeks ago, uh, right before Power hit, mm-hmm. uh, 50 Cent was doing an interview with somebody, and uh, and they were talking about you know his music and things like that or whatever. And the point was the fact that I guess he hasn't gotten back to that point of the first CD from the Get Rich or Die Trying oh, yeah. or whatever. He'll never get there. And that's the point. You'll never, ever get back to that point. Right. And But what would you rather have? Would you rather have something blow the first time it happened? Or would you rather be Usher, who had decent CDs or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, but then Confessions hit that one summer and Confessions go through the roof, multi-platinum. Right. Usher ain't touched nothing, nothing close to Confessions since then. Right. But Confessions hit at the perfect time. It was the perfect storm. It had cuts. It was in the summer. It had stuff you could play in the car. You could turn it up right. or whatever. It's, it was talking per- well, what people thought was personal stuff about him and Chili or whatever. So it's like, would you rather have that instant success where it's like, boom, you hit it. And now right. everything you do, now every single thing you do got to reach that point. Or do you want to be Usher where... You keep building, you keep building, and then you finally hit that milestone. Now, right. you may not ever get back to that point, but the thing is, right. it didn't happen with that first one. I mean, right. think about which which one would you rather have? Because I would rather have, I, mean, I would rather be Usher. I would rather have consistent albums that you have that are, are good. Right. And then I feel like as long as you are consistent, People are expecting you to still be consistent with your next album, and then you just hit them with a banger, right. and they just be like, "Well, damn," you know what I mean? Case in point, Fifty, he dropped that "Get Rich or Die Trying," which I felt like it was his best album. Oh, yeah. Out of all his shit, he put out it's by far. His I mean, you best can album. literally, you can literally listen. I remember when it first came out. Yeah, I was living me on too. the west side of Cleveland. I was living on the west side of Cleveland. I went and bought it from Kmart at the time. It was open. Oh shit! You talking about Kmart? I, I bought it from Kmart at the time, and they had the explicit one at the time. <laughs> but <laughs> ain't even no Kmart's open now, right? And, and for our listeners, I don't know where in all the cities y'all live in. I don't know if y'all got Kmart's there. Right. Um, Kmart is like Walmart before it was Walmart, mm-hmm. and on a smaller scale, smaller basically scale. on a smaller scale. Yeah, I, I bought it from Kmart, and. I listened to it and from A to Z. I could listen to every track. Oh yeah, it was nonstop in the hood. Every car that was riding down the street with sounds had that fifty cent right. plan. I mean, right. I can't tell you how many times I heard that mini man bumping out of somebody's car as they riding down the street. Song. Yeah, probably one of the hardest ones on the CD. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah no doubt, man. Like I said, yeah, I, I would definitely want to be, you know, that that individual that's consistent and then get a breakthrough as far as a right. bomb ass album, you know. But uh. I kind of feel like that's how Nelly's career went too a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like Nelly was gonna go down as one of the best ever or anything like that. But I feel like he had like whatever, whatever came out before Nellyville was just whatever. Right. Him and whatever the St. Lunatics or whatever, every all of them were doing was just it was just okay. Right. All of a sudden Nellyville hit <laughs> and that was the one that just like it just went through the roof. Yeah. You know, you had hot here on there. You had the um the Air Force Ones join on there. Yeah, he had a lot of bangers. Um, on yeah, there so at, at that whole time, that whole Nellyville CD. You had the dilemma with um with with Kelly Rowland. It's like everything hit at the right time for that CD. It was that was another summertime CD, if right. I remember correctly. Oh yeah, definitely. That was. Everything hit correctly, and all of a sudden, and that one went through the roof, and you'll never touch it again. Right, no doubt. That's hard. Yeah, man. It's 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 a uh, it's definitely a situation where. I would want to be consistent. I would go. Right. I would go with the latter, like you said. Right. You know, like like you brought up a point too. And I know we're gonna 
kind of transition. But Are we talking? You know, I, we ain't had no direction dude, on the show anyway. We didn't know we was going to record tonight. Right. Fuck it. Man, that, that's American Gangster is probably one of my favorite J albums. Just it's, me personally. It's the only concept album he put out think there. Think about, you know, think about the title of the show, you know, of our show. Think about the, our anthem. You know, Playboy James is the smoothest and the coolest. Right. If that fucking album wasn't sexy and cool, right. nigga, on some like gangster, like I'm right. just like he told the, some- He told the whole story <laughs> of a gangster or, or a drug right. dealer or whatever that in, in, in his mind and, and put it on to music. And then shout out Puff too. Because Puff had a big hand in creating that CD, like the production and stuff. Shout out to Puff. You, you can tell by all the old schools, um, the, the old school samples yeah. and stuff on there. Puff had a Shit big hand dope. in that. Right. And as we talk about Puff, that's a big. That's where I was about to go early and I lost my train shout of thought. Shout out to the chef. Um, huh? Oh, shout out to the chef. <laughs> <laughs> Omar earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about that, man. You rang. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, but I, I wanted to... Um, I, Man, that's why I started talking about the exclusivity with um, releases or whatever. Because Puff right. dropped his his documentary about the bad boy, mm-hmm. the can't stop, won't stop, or whatever it's called. On, right. but it's exclusive to Apple Music. Right. And I really want to see that shit because it just so. I, I guess it's showing the come up of Bad Boy as a whole from beginning to where yeah. I guess where it is now. And I hate the fact that you can't get with it or you can't get it unless you got Apple Music. Right. Because I I look until two weeks ago I didn't even have title. Right. I, I wasn't doing either one of them. And um, so I think that's where it does hurt because you do limit your audience some. Because I would love to see that thing. Because you got to shout people like Puff out or whatever. I mean, yeah, like people like Puff and Jay. That, like I say a lot. I say a lot about Puff because I think he's an arrogant guy. Yeah. But that motherfucker has hustled. Everything I always read about Puff is that he's always been a hustler, and and he just go to work and he grind. Right. You got to respect that about him. I mean, how many cats do you know that? And in all honesty, he he done brought more people into the game than than a ton of motherfuckers out there. Yeah, no doubt. Now Man, he Puff, might be shady with the deals, but that's another story. Right. But you know, Puff, you know, definitely a cat that went from this to that. Didn't you know, I, I'm not for sure if he even finished school as far as college or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if he finished because he was at Howard. I think I don't yeah, know Howard if he finished. Yeah. But, but the cat, you can't do no look. You can't do nothing but show love and respect where respect is due. Right. I don't care if you like a person or not. Personally, because when it comes to this business shit, there's nobody that do it better. Yeah, than certain cats. I agree, and that's I just agree. how it is. It is what it is. Right. You got to respect it. You know what I'm saying? But I 100 percent agree with that one. Yeah. But yeah but so I really do want to see that. Uh, it's it's amazing the people that he brought in, man. It's just Bad Boys roster is so long when you think about it. Right. Um, that's why that tour that they were doing was probably was probably a decent show to go see. Yeah. If you know if it came near you and if you had the money to go see it or whatever. Um. I, I can't even remember if it came close to us here in Cleveland or or, um, you know, or somewhere sure. near Ohio or whatever. But I mean, honestly, I, I guess it would have been worth seeing. I mean, think about it. One twelve had hits. Yeah, I mean, total it, had hits. Yeah, I can go down the Mace line. Had, Mace the, had the hits. Yeah, Craig no Mack had hits. Well, you I even had hits, Mario Wines in that motherfucker. Yeah, had yeah, hits. right, right. I don't want to know. <laughs> Puff Puff killed remixes. Yeah, like Puff was like the king of remixes. Dude, you gotta give credit where credit is due because he carried a lot of the nineties right. and early two thousands through a lot of shit. Who was more influential? Let me ask this real yeah, quick. Go ahead. Puffy or JD? Jermaine Dupree. Hmm. That's a good ass question, man. Or Dre. <sighs> man. The only way I can answer that is that all of them had a, a role. JD man. is third in my book. 
JD. JD is third. He had some hits too. He had hits, but think but, about the people he was behind. Right. You know, even though he ain't. I don't want to say ahead. that. Even though he ain't what he, you know, he tapped him. He was a marketing genius too. Yeah. He Bow Wow at the time when he was young. Yeah. He, you had, still had grown niggas listening to Bow Wow of the little tracks that he was playing. Right. Truth be told, I, I hate to say it, but it's the reality. You, you used had, to vibe in the car. You had said, no, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> My mama, cuz <laughs> no, <laughs> but right now, riding them EC streets, right? You know what I'm saying? Bumping that bow No, think about the think about the roles that Jagged Edge played for every teenager that was in love, that was <clears throat> trying to be in love, that got their heart broke, that was on. You know what I'm saying? Think escape, about, escape was um, escape was JD. Yeah, the brat, the brat the was JD. You know what I'm saying? Brat J E. Escape. Yeah. Oh, who else yeah. was he behind? I mean, now, now, I always think about that one um, line on the Eminem CD, the Eminem show, when it was him and Dre. You know, because remember, Dre and JD was beefing for a little bit, right? And um, so they got that one cut together, and Dre be like, he hit him with that line, like, you know, I ain't had to do it with um, ten or eleven year olds or whatever this night. Right. JD did throw them kid groups out there, but that was still groundbreaking too, because he yeah. he he made a living with Crisscross. Yeah, he made a living with Bow Wow, and was another bad creation him too. I'm not for sure if another bad creation was him. You know what? Hold on. I think they were him too. Another bad creation. I don't know if that was. Um, I I know our listeners are straight us out. Yeah, you know we got Google, so but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. but but, um, uh, but so but in my opinion, it's errors. To, to me, JD still goes to third on that list, and I would probably put Puffy number one because even with Dre. I mean, his the, the, one of the biggest people that he kind of wanted being associated with. Well, two people, Snoop and um, and M. Well, and then the byproduct of that is Fifty Two, right? Um, so that's that's pretty big you right know, there. Yeah, you know what? I think you gotta go with the the fact that if it was just errors, okay. I think everybody had their time slot where they where they where they jumped. Okay, you know what I mean? Look, like you said, Eminem, Fifty Cent. You know that's Dre. You know, JD with Jagged Edge. But run down Puff's roster, man. Then you got Puff. Faith. 112. Biggie. Biggie. Come on. Mace. I mean, like, run down that roster, uh, dog. My, Craig Mack. Yeah. Uh, other like, did, little, did, did we say total? Total. Mary J. Mary, oh, okay. So, Jodeci. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, come on. Yeah, I mean, he, like, like, he, like, he was big. like Puff, Puff did that shit. Didn't you have your errors of you had Murder, Inc. was running it? You had... I mean, John was think doing about it. it, but they, it may have only been a couple motherfuckers on their roster. But they, but they had summers locked. Nigga, think about all the collabos with Ja Rule and J Lo when she was hot. Ja think took about it to a different level. Ashanti yeah. was running shit as far as R and B when she first came out. Time. She really was. You know what I'm saying? I always think knew Ashanti wasn't gonna make it that long because she did too many. Every all her hits were oh always s- samples. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it was like, come on now. I got so tired of hearing that shit. Ooh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it, man. You got Murder Inc. Then we can transition over to my homie Timberland. Think uh-huh. about Aaliyah, genuine. You know what I'm saying? Think about the run they went on. Okay, it's I, so, so I many aspects. You know what I mean? I'm, look, I'm looking at it. Uh, another bad creation they said was discovered by Michael Bivens. I was about to say, and I had that. I was about to say that. I, I kind of figured which it was makes sense now. Michael yeah, Bivens. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, and man, he, he had a little bit of a run. Hell, yeah. he that's Boys to Men. That's ABC. You know who, who I'm thinking? I guess I was thinking about Immature. Too. Who the fuck found Immature? You know what? Probably was that goddamn Chris Stokes. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure he found their ass, literally. <laughs> P- 
Pause. Pause. <laughs> For real. He probably found them literally. <laughs> found their ass literally. Man. Let's go, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, but I to me, in my opinion, I think Puff wins that downright. I mean, Jay found people, but yeah. Nothing like that. I mean, Memphis cool or Memphis was. I mean, look, Beans Beans is hot. They went through their whole situation yeah. too. You had look, a look, meal. The Rock was hot for for a minute. Yeah. For it was the second out there you couldn't touch the Rock. It's, yeah. it's like you say, what you say, um, generations or whatever. These it's little errors or whatever. It's just like, segments. I mean, think about it. Right. At one point in our lives, couldn't nobody fuck with no limit. Exactly. Think about when music went down south. Finally, when it went down south, yeah. wasn't nobody fucking with no limit for a minute. The niggas were putting out CDs every other week. Right, yeah. Every other fucking week. And then for a minute, wasn't nobody fucking with cash money. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then where to go after that? I mean, it just is it always keeps going or whatever. You know, like Rockefeller, when they was hot, when they was for real, for real hot. Yeah. How many people was really fucking with them? Real talk. Yeah, man. Then fifty got hot for a second. It's it's like now they didn't have a big enough team when fifty got hot for them to really just take it and run with it, in my right. opinion. I right. mean, people was telling I, I thought Lloyd Banks was talented. I thought Yayo was kind of talented too but they didn't have the the people in place to sit there and be like all right let's take this shit and run with it right you know <laughs> that crystal shit but no but <laughs> <laughs> no but you but, but you're, you're absolutely correct i agree with you 100 right you know situation where you know like we said man it was different segments of of, of the 90s and 2000s where people owned certain times mm-hmm. think about the rough riders they had a segment. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like different shit. They music. Eve. Think about that. Drag down, on. That down bottom with the drag on, uh, drag on or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Think about another song as far. I'm th- now I'm still jumping back to. I think Puff probably gonna be number one because you jumping back to Black Rob. That whoa. That whoa was hard. The entire yeah. like three summers. Yeah. Of that shit. I remember being down in Black. Whose artist was and Sean was Puff's artist too, right? Shine. Yeah, dude. You he had a whole bunch of motherfuckers on his roster. Oh. <laughs> dude, now tell me who want to fuck with us? Yeah, dude, real talk. I, I would say Puff Puff, Puff wins control. Puff wins a half down, uh, hands down. I, I would down. say he did. You know, and that's and that's why he pushing the Billy too. Hey, so why he pushing the Billy I too. Can't be mad. And goes back to the point. Business is business. Can't be mad. Think about the artists that he had. All of those motherfuckers had number one hits. And he pumped them out. And he had a, a lot. Now that I think about it, we've been naming them. He got a lot of them. A lot of them controlled the circuit at some point in time. Not only do you got what I believe to be one of the greatest of all time, if not Biggie, you get to thinking about Faith. You get to Definitely the about best total, storyteller of kissing all Kissing you, Total. Can't you see? You get uh-huh. to thinking about 112. You know, you, you, 112 was 112 was at their best when they were with Puffy. Yeah. The one CD when they left Puffy and they went, I think they signed with Atlantic or whatever. Yeah. That was their worst CD. But them first three CDs yeah. with Puffy, um, the first one was self-titled. The second one, I forgot, I can't think of the name of the second one right now. But then part three, I mean, the third CD was called part three. Them right. first three CDs by 112 are classic CDs. Yeah. And then they went off and left Puffy and that one was shit or right. whatever. Puff, nobody doing. Yeah. You know what you're he, doing. He's, and he, he's, he's a great producer. You know, right. he, he know what sound good. Think about it. Like like they say, when he did that that Juicy Fruit with Biggie. Biggie said he didn't even know. He had no idea that shit would work. One, he probably didn't give two shits about that shit when right. he first heard. Like, what, nigga? Right. No. That wound up being one of Biggie's anthems right. that a lot of people remember him by. Right. As far as that 
everybody know the first fucking verse? You know right. what I'm saying? Everybody, it was all a dream. It was all a dream, nigga. Yeah. I used was, to read Word Up Magazine. Salt and pepper and heavy D up in, in the limousine. Hanging pictures on my wall. Nigga, real talk. Yeah. You right. cannot get away from that. That wound up being one of his biggest songs. And it just goes to show that, you know, when you got individuals, and, and what's another great thing is that we talking about all these these black kings and queens and different shit, man. It's, it's so lovely that we control a lot of shit, man, as far as music and, and being able to put out, you know, good music, period. Right. And, and like I said, everybody got their errors, man, with different stuff. But I will probably say I had to give it to Puff, man. As Puff, far it, Puff get the it, individuals man. Individuals that he, get he it. didn't had, man. And, yeah, and Puff get it. Yeah, Puff hands wins. down, man. Puff wins. He even had a lot of fucking hits, dog. Now that you started mentioning a whole lot, he had a lot of yeah. fucking hits as far as artists and different things, man. I, I might actually flip this tonight because this this show's still going to drop tomorrow morning. Don't get it twisted. Um, right. Well, let me take that back. I'm, I'm on vacation, too. So right. <laughs> it may drop tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> right, but, right, um, right, right. But I might flip it. There's an interlude on 112's first CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's again. This is when you knew One Twelve had a good CD. They had bomb ass interludes on their first three CDs. Right. There's an interlude where they talk about Puffy or whatever. Uh, I mean, they talk about the hits or whatever. Hell, they even mentioned up uh, the sleeping in my bed. So I guess he helped produce that Drew Hill mm-hmm. song on that one. Drew Hill. Uh, I might, I might yeah. actually use that interlude to intro this song. Who knows what I'm gonna do with this shit? You know, every now and then you gotta put that producer cap on. And you right, gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta figure it all out. So, right. One thing I can't say about our, us and our crew, man, we always been, been been 100 when it came to knowing good music and right and seeing what was gonna be hits and different i, I was uh, dude we talk oh shit i've got see, man, you got me going now go ahead carl thomas oh carl thomas carl thomas yeah. with uh-huh. that emotional cd controlled uh-huh. the whole summer what i wish i never met her right you know what i'm saying i How forgot many, about that but yeah summer rain yeah dude we, I, dude right. emotional those right. three songs alone and i could play that cd from beginning to end but those three songs alone were platinum. Well, you a sentimental brother. You so. know what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> play with what they call me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, that whole CD I can play from But no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. But those were three. Do I remember living down in Atlanta? I had first moved to Atlanta. I remember hearing Emotional and, and Summer Rain. Dude, those was bangers, so man. Our homie, um, our homie John, when we was all doing the valet gig, you know, yeah. me and Paco and John, all of us was downtown working at. Um, Johnny used to bump that boy all the time. Yeah. He'd be coming into the garage. All you hear is doo, 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 doo. <laughs> it was that like Carl Thomas, man, all the time. Yeah, but see, that's the one thing too that I say about me. And like you said, and like I said, that was a summer. Because yeah. I mean, that, I think that was out the same time that Jacket Edge was out. That's what I'm saying. That Jacket Edge was running that summer Carl too. Carl Thomas, hands down, controlled that fucking summer with emotional, with emotional summer rain, and I wish I never met her. That was number one on the fucking radio, dude. I I was in Georgia, and you know the places like Atlanta, Atlanta yeah. and New York and yeah. LA, they get music first, and yeah. it still was banging down in Atlanta, you know. And mm-hmm. we had just heard it in Cleveland, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I got hands down. I, I didn't realize that, man. Puff definitely probably hands down, Puff. man. And I'm gonna tell you all this, though. I mean, I, I know I said JD go third, but if you give some time, um, search on YouTube the um. The So So Deaf 20th Year Reunion or whatever. Yeah. All those videos are out there on YouTube. The concert that they put on out there. And he brought everybody out. So now we could be talking about how he's third. But he brought everybody out yeah. that he had did. So I mean, Ursh was there. You know, I mean, uh, you know, of course, Bow Wow was there. Things like that. Yeah. I mean, Jay dropped up and stuff like that. I mean, it was just. So that's like really live. Every now and then, if I can't sleep, I might pull that up on, on YouTube or whatever. But that money shit is live. That was my joint. Yeah, the money. Oh, him, yeah. Him and Jay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thing. yeah. I played that shit um, um, Saturday night. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, man. He, 
collectively they've all had a hand in different hits and different right. things. Because sometimes some people don't even know what certain songs they had their hand in. You know, sometimes, you never yeah. know until and you read the credits yeah. and be like, "Oh, damn, he he helped produce that." Or sometimes song? you just forget because they didn't, they all didn't have so many hits. Yeah, and and everybody know, man, that no music. You always have songs that have multiple multiple writers and multiple producers, mm-hmm. you know, on the song. Hell, you can hell. have two, three, four. One of our homies that we've been trying to get on the show, I just yeah. reached out to him again a week or so ago. Then, yeah. then, then had a hand in writing songs for oh yeah some of some of, some of the biggest artists out there. Oh yeah, like literally today. Yeah, and no doubt. Um, and uh, we actually had him on for a week, and then schedules got flipped or whatever. Right before right. that was right. After we came back from Vegas, yeah, and then uh, so we haven't been able to get stuff right since then. But we still working on trying to find the time to get them back on. But it's the same thing where so, where he's wrote stuff for people that like real names out there. Yeah, yeah, it's so crazy because <laughs> I got a text message this morning, but I was asleep because you know I work third shift, and I, unfortunately, people I had to work Sunday night going into Monday because that's how I do my week start on Sunday night. But you're off tonight, so you're good. Yeah, I'm I'm good. But my um my homegirl, Alana, hit me up when I told you as far as, you know, working in the industry. Yeah. Melanie Fiona, different songs. She didn't wrote different things that she didn't produced. Shout my matter of fact, shout out to my homie, uh, my producer, my homie Dunlap right now, man. Dunlap excuse, exclusive, man. Shout out to him. A big, big time for him. He he dropped a a definite hit. With uh, I I gotta remember exactly what it is. I'll I'll get back to y'all on that. But he dropped a definite hit and he doing his thing. It's it's funny to be in an apartment with him, seeing him make tracks, and then to see that he going big, you know. But the, I'm saying it to say that she's up here. Okay. She hit me up today, like, hey, look, you know, how long I'm, she here? I mean, I'm in Cleveland for one day. Oh, like shit. she was like, I'm, her exact words was, I'm in Cleveland for the night. Let me know if you're free. And I'm just like. Damn, you should you should test it right now, man. We got the microphones <laughs> on. I don't right. give a damn. You know, we gonna be cool. You know we gonna be like it's nothing. But you talking about somebody that's been dealing with all the? Because not only is she into music, music industry, she's recorded with. Oh, we got Missy Elliott as far as Timbaland. That's the stuff is coming to my head. Timbaland's but another she, guy we could have threw out there. But yeah. she's worked with Missy Timbaland. She's uh right now she's actually in the field as far as voiceover and movie screen uh movie sets and different stuff cool. so she's doing it big man i hate that we didn't get her on the show man but she said she was gonna be back or whatever but we'll see i'm gonna hit her up and see if it may be a late night type of thing man but um that work <clears throat> but like you said man all in all man it's just a shout out to all the kings and queens man that's doing their thing you know we, we, doing we, we are a great people we definitely have talent we definitely have uh that uh that definite drive and ambition to be great, man. So right. shout out to all the people that helped me live my life through my teenage years and up until now. Right. You know, they had a hand in it, man. Okay. What's going on, everybody? It's DJ Brainstorm from the Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts Podcast. Thank you to everybody that's been listening to the show right now and that's been rocking with us since the beginning and since we've been doing this podcast thing. As regular fans of ours know, we've been real big on linking up with people in our city that's been doing different entrepreneurial things and that's out there trying to make different moves we've had them on our show and we want to keep doing that but keep in mind if you got a business and you want to promote what you're doing and what you're selling and you're looking for affordable advertisement then reach out to us here at the show dmst16 at yahoo.com or reach out to any one of us that's on the show me playboy or black Paco. reach out to any one of us via our social media and let's discuss some arrangements in all honesty, our audience stretches beyond the city to many different states. Uh, we love to help promote what you're doing, and we love to help sell what you're selling. 
we already have past guests on our show that's been on here and they've made sales to people that live outside our state. So we'd love to help you out too. So reach out and let's talk. Now, let's get back to the show. DMST Podcast. Sit back and get drunk minded with us. Peace. It's It's been, like I said from the jump, man, it's been a, a crazy weekend, man. Um, sometimes, in, and I'm transitioning like this because it's, it's, it's something that's been on my mind. It's not as short for me. I'm not getting necessarily 100% personal, but, you know, I... I it's just a lot of stuff that's going on out here in the world, man. And individuals seem like they're getting shadier by the moment, man. I always talk about loyalty and talk about, you know, situations where people are real. You know, I can deal with a motherfucker that's black and white. You know, that let me know what it is and how it is versus telling me what they want me to hear or what they think I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? And I'm getting personal like this, man, because it's a situation where it's just crazy, man. You know, I'm dealing with situations right now where people are just 100% foul, man. 100% got it out for me. That's how I feel. But one thing I have learned along the way is that you have to be strong and have to be mentally tough to deal with the bullshit that come along with the territory of being great, man. Because at the end of the day, yes, I am a king. My homies, they kings, all of them, even the ones that, you know, that's outside of DMST, because guess what? At the end of the day, they still are DMST because they are part of us. But, you know, all I want to say is, man, without getting real super personal, man, is the fact that if your intentions with me are not to be 100, you don't have to be. Being 100 sometimes meaning leave me the fuck alone. That's that's being 100. Being 100 sometimes is just not putting a person or an individual in a situation where you're going to cause some type of harm or some type of hurt. You know, you don't have to be a certain type of way as Brainstorm gets back. Yeah, I'm back from his situation, you know. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Brainstorm just tying you in with the situation, man. It's just like. Gotta stop drinking them 40s. Gotta Go stop ahead. drinking them for them before locos, nigga. <laughs> Go Didn't they ban them shits? No, what I'm saying, man, you know. It's just situations in life, man, that, you know, I will say like this. The reason I'm able to bounce back from a whole lot of stuff that I deal with is because I'm still growing as a man, even right. though I'm, 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 you know, I'll be 37 this year. But there's it, how, how they say you're never too old to learn. Right. I'm still learning lessons when it comes to different stuff. You learn something new every day. Yeah. And it's like. My biggest thing with individuals and people right now is like, why intentionally do things to people that, you know, that you know is going to create drama and hurt and pain and things that people may not be necessarily able to deal with mentally, you know, not to say that's me because I've been through so much shit that I, I think I can handle anything. Right. The only thing at this point that could really bring some type of drama or disaster to my life is losing any one of my siblings, my mom or my kids. Mm-hmm. That's it. Or my, my homies. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, Death is the only thing that could bring some type of disaster as far as my life. But I don't get it, man. Be 100 about your shit. Be 100. Uh, I, I guess my point is like, like is, is the direction you're coming from with it or whatever. Um, look, people are going to do what they're going to do. Um, right. I think most people in life are kind of selfish. And yeah. I say that to mean... Look, we we give ourselves to each other. We give ourselves to our family, you know, to a certain extent. 
right. you give your sales to your significant others, things like right. that. You give your sales to your friends or whatever to a certain extent. But at the end of the day, you still have to be kind of selfish to yourself. You have to. And I think in life, some people are just a little bit more selfish than others. Than others. Damn straight. You know, so that means it could be time. Some people might be able to be like, all right, cool. Um, you know, I can do something for you, but it's only got to be between this time or whatever. And then some people can be like, you know what? It don't matter what time you call me. I get up off this couch. I get out this bed. I'm come do whatever for you. Man. It could be time. It could be love. It could be relationship wise or whatever. Um, but people are selfish. And I think that's I honestly think that's a healthy trait. We all have to be selfish because if you're not selfish, you wind up giving too much of yourself to some people sometimes. And then you sell yourself short. So I think that's important to be selfish at times. It just depends on what way that you're being selfish and how it affects other people. You know, man, you're absolutely right. One one of my biggest downfalls, me personally, and yes, people, I'm getting personal. And don't try me because I cut motherfuckers. <laughs> but <laughs> my biggest downfall has always been my heart, man. Okay. <clears throat> I got a big heart. You know. I've always been the type that I, I can honestly say has been situations in my life where I've 100% not paid a bill just to make sure somebody else was cool. Mm-hmm. And as you continue to do this different shit like that, you start to learn that um, sometimes in life, having that big heart, it's going to backfire. On it's going to backfire because the people that you may be doing shit for don't really fucking appreciate it. Exactly. You know, I've had situations where motherfuckers didn't, I didn't looked out for it tough, then just shit it on me. And it's like, nigga, how dare you? Then I got to go listen to that American gangster to cool off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, just to get back in my mojo, man. You know, and it's just, you know, what I'm personally going through now is just, you know, a situation like that. You know, motherfucker I'm looking out for and being 100 with just, you know, is is having the goal to put me in a situation where I got to question shit. Mm-hmm. See, one thing about Playboy James that people may not know out here, man, anybody, any of my homies, my brother, I say my homies, my brothers, man, can tell you about me is that they know my heart, man. They know. Sometimes I surprise them with shit I may say or come out the blue and do. You know what I'm saying? And just be mm-hmm. like on some like real nigga shit because that's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, man. I have a big ass fucking heart, and it's been my downfall, and it's been going on since I was a kid. And I kind of sit back and be like, "Fuck, man, I hate it because how can I be me without being that?" You can't. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, is it just finding? Let me ask you: Is it just finding those that appreciate it? Because how do you truly know who appreciate it? You know what I mean? That's that's a good question. That's the only thing. That's a good question. Um. I don't think you know until you actually are dealing with that person. Right. And so that means that you open yourself up to right. um to being hurt by people. And th- and that always ties back into relationships in a lot of ways, shapes and forms. Right. Um because of the fact that um you never know what's going to happen until you get into it. Right. I mean, honestly, you you don't know how somebody's going to react to something. You don't know how they're going to treat you for the most part. Well, let me take that back. You you may have an idea. Right. But until you're actually into the whole deal of actually messing with someone and getting to know them and then knowing who, you know, at that point, you know, it, that's when you start to get the real 
and right. get you know how they're treating you and things like that or whatever. But beforehand, you don't know going in. Right. So, so it's hard to sit there and and just try to right. Um, you know, protect yourself. I I, I guess it's the right. word to use or whatever. You, you know, kind of gauge what yeah. what's going really going yeah. on. Yeah. And that's what you know. Now I'm starting to see, man. It's a part of life, man. Right. It's a part of life trying to. You're decipher. always going to have to put yourself out there. You're going to have to, no matter what you do, whether whether it's a business move. The true true businessmen of the world will tell you that you, there's no no reward without risk. You have to take risks. True. To get where you're trying to go, there's going to be. You know, I seen this one uh, picture. Uh, it was on Instagram, and, and basically, to make a long story short, the meme was times I've succeeded. I mean, times I failed. And then, you know, I failed five, six, seven different times. And then the last two times, not succeeded. Right. You got to try. to everything. You got to try. You have to put yourself out there, whether it be relationships or, you know, friendships, whatever the case may be. Anything alone. But it comes a point in time where you just get sick of different shit, man. And it's just, I'm at that point where I'm just You like, do get sick of the cycle. I'm just like, I'm a nigga that put himself out there, man, in a sense of, let's not get it twisted. I am nowhere on the lines as far as being a pushover. That's not what I'm putting out there. What I'm putting out there is Playboy James and really for real, all my homies got good hearts and want to see people succeed and want to help people and do things. But motherfuckers make it difficult to be that way so that it comes to a point that when you're not that way anymore, motherfuckers are looking at looking at you like you the one. Right. What's, what the fuck wrong with that? Nigga? Right. He acting funny. Right. Oh, he ain't around no more. Oh, he ain't answering his phone. Or he ain't dealing with me no more. Why is that? Look, people need to understand. If you don't talk to me or you don't deal with me and I disappear or I get the fuck ghost on your ass, it's for a reason. I don't never just not fuck with nobody just because. I give chance after chance after chance. And that's part of my problem, getting back to the point as far as my heart. I give opportunity. I'm kind of the same way with that, too. Like, like the saying go, when somebody show you who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. That's just, and I have to live my life like that from here on out. When somebody show me who they is, I gotta believe it because if that's what you putting out there, that's what you want me to know. Yeah, I think everybody should live by that motto. And um, I know sometimes a lot of people want to give um, people the benefit of the doubt, and um, and think that, and and I honestly think this happens in relationships a lot of times. Um, right. It goes back to that mentality of you know um, you can change somebody or. Or you can make somebody right. do this, or maybe somebody will do this differently. It's like no, it's like take it for what it is, yeah. take it for what it is, and just and and keep it moving and keep it rolling. You right, know? and that's why I'm kind of man. This is this is epiphany for me, man. Like they always say that at some point in time in life when you're going through different things. I ain't trying to philosophize tonight, but I'm trying to preach. I but know, uh, I don't know if that was the <laughs> exact word, but go but ahead. In life. They say when you are really done with something, you'll reach a certain point. You'll know when you're done because you'll leave it alone. Right. Right. So if you continue to do the same things and you really ain't tired of the shit. No, you're not. Playboy is tired as a field slave. Yeah. I am tired. I cannot continue to sit up and be Superman. I cannot continue to sit up and be this man that just continue to be there for individuals that don't appreciate me. Flat out, and this is just real nigga shit. Look, if you don't fuck with me the long way, pause. At the end of the day, don't fuck with me. Leave me alone. Right. Just move on. There's plenty of other suckers out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave me the fuck alone. 
and I'm not damaged in any way because at the end of the day, you build up a thick skin for different shit. But this is just tying into just all types of shit. Business, friendship, relationship. You know, I'm just coming out saying, man, that, look, people, if you are in a position where you know mentally and in your heart that you are not going to be 100 in a situation, don't fuck with it. Because you can save yourself from a lot of different drama and different shit that could, that could pan out. Because, look, you also have on the, the dark side of this shit, you have motherfuckers that go through shit and finally lose their fucking noggin and go the fuck off and be on some real trash. This is how you get niggas that be in the pen. Because you pulling you you pulling a whole bunch of bullshit trying to get niggas involved in some stupid shit. Like, look, man, shoot me straight, no chase, man. Leave me the fuck alone. That's Let it, out, man. That's all I got to say about that. Well, you know what I'm. Whatever you do, man. You know your people is gonna be behind you, man. Yeah, one hundred, man. I'm gonna keep moving. That's one thing I've always done in life. I'm gonna keep moving, and it ain't necessarily just a situation where I'm just putting it out there that you know it's completely personal. But you know my story. You know what I'm going through because, you know, that shit is, you know, confidential as far as me and you. But, yes, you know, there are different things that I encounter that I'm just flat out just tired of. Sometimes you just got to be that raw dog nigga and just be like, look, man, I can't. Look, I wash my hands of you. I wipe my hands clean of you. I'm done with you. You know, right. and that's where I'm at, man. So, you know, All right. fuck him. Order some Patrizzi while talking to this breezy. You know what I'm saying? I'm on that shit. Uh, Another J line, American Gangster. That's, that's one of my favorites on that on that CD. So, yeah. all right, so we go ahead and wrap it. Yeah, um, I think I'm gonna take it here. I, I didn't know yeah, I was go gonna do this, so I think I'm gonna take it here and yeah. wrap it up real quick. Yeah. Um, one of the homies that's on a different show on TOS, mm-hmm. um, uh, Cherry Poppins. Shout out to Cherry Poppins and shout out to TOS. That's yeah, the shout out to TOS, man. Um, I know she's going through a, a personal thing right now. And I guess I can say it because it's known in the podcast circle because she's talked about it on the show. So I guess yeah. it's not re- wrong for me to say it. But taboo. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has a little personal thing that she's going through right now with a with a, a cancer scare. And she's a young girl. I'm guessing she's probably no more than about twenty five ish, twenty six ish, twenty six ish, twenty six ish. That's yeah, it. Right, right, right. That's it. Um, but um. And so, I, and I'm, I'm pretty sure she's going to be cool with that. I mean, you know, everybody, you know, everybody's out there, you know, sending her the positive thoughts and the vibes and, you know, and praying for it and that or whatever. And I, I don't know when her um, actual procedure is that she has to go through or whatever. Because um, I've been seeing her post about it. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's, it was either today or coming up over these next couple of days. But I just wanted to send a special shout out to her and tell her that yes. it's going to be fine and she's going to get through it. Look, I was, I think, 23. Right. I think it was 23. And I had a cancer scare. I mean, literally, I had a tumor on me. I didn't know where it came from. Right. Um, I went to the doctor one day, um, knowing I already had it, but I went to the doctor and, um, you know, they removed it, you know, and like in the, a simple outpatient procedure or whatever. And they sent it to the pathologist. And that's when it came back. And that's when I knew, I, you know, that's when they, when I went back to have stitches removed and everything, that's when they told me it was cancer or whatever. And right. like everything started moving super fast after that. Right. Because you're fucking 23 or whatever, 23, right. 24. And somebody said you got cancer, no matter what they say about you or whatever, or no matter, especially the first time you hear it, cause you're not talking to an oncologist, you're talking to somebody else. Right. So you hear that word and you think it's going to be like the worst of the worst or whatever. Yeah, no doubt. And you go home or whatever. I remember going home and telling my mom or whatever. And it's just, all right. You know, it's, it's just one of those things. Again, everything moves fast motion. You know, it, it's just, it doesn't stop. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Then have a second surgery. Um. To have them take out a second area, a bigger area. 
to make sure they got it all. I go through six weeks of radiation and things like that, um, which wasn't fun, which is 10 times better than the chemo. But, um, you know, but still go through it. And uh, but it's one of those things where the people around me were kind of I I remember her listening to their their show when Mm -hmm. she was on it. It wasn't the last one to drop. So I think it was the one that was previous or whatever. Right. And um, and just listening to her talk about it, whatever. I, I think. And that way I kind of, I kind of can relate like the people around me, I think were a little bit more so flipping out than I was about it. Right. You know, my brothers, you know, whatever, uh, my parents, things like that. Um, but I know what it's like to be in that situation. I know what it's like to be in your, in your twenties and somebody, mm-hmm. and somebody hits you with that word and that diagnosis. And it's like, all right, well, what the fuck? Even if you are told that you'll be fine and we'll get it and you should be good and things like that. That shit sends you for a loop when you that young and you and you get that and you hear that. Yeah. Um, so for me, I can I can I can get into a lot more of it, but I won't. But I, again, this is just me saying, hey, you'll be fine. I know you will. Right. Anybody that's young, you can fight it and you can deal with it. Um, yeah, your life is not gonna be the same after this, right. you know, to a certain extent. Especially for me. I mean, I did I did um radiation. By me doing radiation, that opens me up for other forms of cancer down the line just because I already had radiation. It, it makes me more susceptible to it down the line. Right. Uh, so everything I do nowadays, I have to do it with that thought in mind. Right. Um, I mean, I, I had a doctor appointment in the fall of last year, you know, and, and it's always one of those small things that I never talk about that even when I go, I know I'm going to be fine. But even still, when I go and I go and I, and I have to go get sc- scans and things like that. Um, like, like she was talking about going through the MRIs and things like that. Um, it's still things that I go through that even when it's all done, I still kind of think to myself like, all right, cool. I'm still cool, you know, or whatever. So I just want to say, I just want to send positive thoughts out to her. Yeah. Like I said, she'll be fine. I I know you will. And, you know, keep your head up, you know, just fight through whatever you got to fight through and, and it'll be Gucci. Right. You know, um, just real quick. Um, I, I, have definitely dealt with cancer as far as my family um, um well um, for me i really mm-hmm. don't want to say but you know i've, I've, yeah. I've lost loved ones to yeah. to it my, personally my father you know he had you know situations but i do know a, a lot of people that have conquered it yeah so what i want to say is right now you know to the tos look man we uh we laugh we joke we have different things that we talk about we bullshit but um Cherry Poppins, you know, specifically, you know, shout out to you, you know, DMST boys, man, Cleveland, Ohio. We love you. You got uh, all our prayers, thoughts. all yeah. our thoughts, all our positive prayers and thoughts are with you. Um, if y'all need anything, we definitely here. Uh, we're going to definitely hold y'all down what y'all going through, because at the end of the day, that's what matters. And um, stay strong, be positive and everything's going to work out just fine. And um it's just you know it's 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 a difficult situation, but you know continue to pray about your situation. I'm gonna say it. Continue to pray about it and continue to you know you def we definitely gonna pray pray for you and keep you in our prayers and um you know hopefully one of these days we can link up and do a show with yeah, y'all. We'll you get know, out that. We'll definitely get out that way. You know what I'm saying? So 100. You know that'll be an epic ass turnout. Yeah. Think about yeah, that. Real talk. Shout out to shout out to TOS man yeah, and, and Cherry Poppers man. Epic ass uh, epic ass turnout. So yeah. So you and our thoughts. The show was in our thoughts. 
we'll holler at y'all. We'll cut, you know, they'll definitely, you yeah. know, keep in contact and things like that. So, right. all right, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Somehow we made it to an hour 15, man. It's, yeah, it is what it is. I man. keep saying we can do this shit with our eyes closed, man. Yeah, man. It, it ain't nothing for us to do this show these days or whatever. Right. Sorry at um, Paco. What here? We'll, we'll apologize for Paco. We'll let him explain himself when he come back on Sunday because right. this motherfucker, we don't even know, <laughs> we don't even know where Paco was this week. You know what I'm saying? So he just was like, oh, I'm, I'm not going to be here. Here's the camera. Fuck y'all. And uh, I'll see y'all when I get back. So <laughs> so we don't, we don't know where Paco was. Shout out to the homie, man. Yeah, we don't know where Paco was. Maybe we'll get a story. I don't know. We'll see. Right. But the show will definitely be louder next week because Paco will be back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, yeah, he <laughs> yeah. just walked in. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have a few more listeners next week because Paco will be here or whatever. So, uh, so he'll be back next Sunday, man. We'll be recording again. Um, so until then, man, go ahead and um, shout him out, Playboy. Hey, man, Playboy the DJ, Playboy D A D J, man. Um, like I say, it's it, it, I love doing this podcast shit, man, and um. I just want to continue to do them things. You can reach me on Instagram, Playboy underscore DA underscore DJ. Um, Facebook, as far as the DMSC Boys page, Drunken Mind Sober Thoughts. Drunk Mind Sober Thoughts. Are you still on Snapchat? You probably on it, but don't know know how to get into the shit. Yeah. But uh, for this particular week, any post I put up, (laughs) right. This particular week, any post I put up, man. Don't take a person. Hashtag DMST Pod. Hashtag. TOS hashtag Cherry Poppins man support for them. I, you know that that's touching me personally, and I ain't trying to end in the, the show on that note. But I just want people to know that we support. You know everybody. No, man. I mean, I, I mean, I only brought and, it up because of the fact that, like yeah. I said, because she's going through it. And then I, yeah, it's, again, it's, and it's then, tough. And, and it's then tough. knowing myself again, uh, I mean, I don't talk about that aspect of my life yeah. personally it, to a lot of people. Like it's and, it, and but I know that again, her being a younger person that she needs support. That, that that she she that I know that it's gonna be something fine right. for her. And I mean it's the procedure that she described um seems simple enough, right. but um it's just one of those things where yeah, you, you, you just you just don't want to have to go through it in your twenties. Right. So exactly. so and the only reason I brought it up is for it to be one of those things where and, and maybe somebody else has come out and said something to her before, but it's just the fact that I was one of those people that was that was in my twenties that went through it. No, that, that literally. I remember. Went I remember. Like I remember brainstorm. Yeah, no, so. I, I'm, I commend you. Like, yeah. you, like, dude, I commend you. Like, that's love, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's one hundred, and that's why I'm saying, man. You know, all the love and support to yeah. everybody, all the podcast people, but especially right now, yeah. as a podcast, we'll don't we say we way. a podcast family? We we black, po- you know, whatever we do. Hey, this is a time we need uplifting our our our, our family. Right. So this situation where shout out hashtag Cherry Poppers, man. Shout out TOS, man. That's what's we up. We holding y'all niggas down, man. Real talk. That's what's up. So, all right. So we'll be back on Sunday with a live show. Uh, we ain't recorded on the Monday since um, I guess New Year's Eve weekend when oh, we yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when we when we kind of went yeah. ham. Yeah, for like we did like like two three shorts in a row. We went live like we we randomly went live New Year's Day. Was, was it? like fuck it, want to do another? Yeah, one? yeah, we Come we, on. yeah we randomly went live New Year's Day and Shout people and, and and people was fucking with us on that live feed and that's why we keep doing it for y'all. So we'll be back with the live feed on Sunday. Right. Um. Shit, I don't know what else to say. Email the show dmst one six at yahoo.com Yeah. Look. If y'all ever want us to talk about something, reach out to us on our personal Facebook pages or our Twitter page or whatever, or email us, like I said, dmst16 at yahoo.com. Um, follow us on SoundCloud. 
follow us in iTunes. Pull them fucking iPhones out and pull that fucking iPod uh, app up and follow our show and leave us a fucking review. I'm cussing because, and I ain't cussed that much on the show. I feel right. weird. I got to catch up now. <laughs> so right. fuck it. Fuck Pull it. your fucking fucking phones out <laughs> and fucking follow the fucking show. Right. And fucking leave a fucking review on the fucking show. I got to catch up on all this shit right. real quick. You know what I'm saying? Right. You leave know. us a positive fucking review. And if you ain't got a positive fucking review to leave on the fucking show, then leave that shit still because we still need the fucking reviews on the fucking show. God damn it. I had to catch up on these fucking cuss words because I cuss about fucking 30 times on the fucking show. And I've only cussed about three times on this whole fucking show the whole night because we've been calm and, 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 and laid back on the whole goddamn fucking show because of the fact that Playboy canceled the show fucking yesterday, right? Right? Last motherfucking second, right? You know what I'm saying? So then I had to go ahead and go to my whole fucking barbecue yesterday with the whole show on my goddamn motherfucking mind, you know what I'm saying? Because he canceled the last fucking second, you know what I'm saying? That shit was fucking retarded to cancel the show the last fucking second. But I ain't gonna judge the motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? But I, so, but I don't want I'm, no fucking trouble. But I don't want no fucking trouble. <laughs> but bag. what I'm saying is this. If y'all ain't fucking with the Drop Mind Sober Thoughts motherfucking podcast every motherfucking Sunday on motherfucking Facebook Live, then y'all motherfuckers are motherfucking listen, missing out, motherfuckers. Right. So what y'all need to do is subscribe to the Drop Mind Sober Thoughts podcast on Facebook and like that motherfucker, motherfucker. and we, we motherfucking out this motherfucker. Out this motherfucker. <laughs> Peace, nigga. Peace.